The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll be taking it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First and foremost, he is our intrepid. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, uh, oh, yes. He's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. <laughs> Hi. Oh, not sponsored. Hello. <laughs> Indeed. Next, he is our riddle. Inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin. Jay. Hey. I agree. Hey. <laughs> Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone on a bit on the quiet side today. That's okay. My, my, my name is Larch Young. They call me yes. Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. I'm the loud one. Everybody knew that already, though, right? We knew that. Like, I mean, I may not be the angry one or, like, you know, I'm definitely not the quiet one. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not the DC one. So, <laughs> oh, I guess Oz, is Oz the funny one? I know Oz thinks he's the funny one. Well, I'm, like, I'm the... I know who you asked now that we told him he's someone's favorite. Most right. Oh, see, look, that's how you know this will be wrong. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great foe. Oh, a great foe. We got a great foe for you today. Uh-oh. It's Jay. Is Jay is today's foe. I know. <laughs> look, no, no. Uh, we got a great show for you today because we are going to be talking to you all about uh, the the comic, uh, one of the latest from Brian K. Vaughn, Spectators, and we're going to be talking to you all about Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about, and we'll tell you how it is. You can get down with Fantastic Forum and let us know that in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin. Uh, look, Scott Scott is a bit under the weather, so get better, good sir, get better. Um, and no, 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 he doesn't. At least not that I know of. He doesn't know. I don't believe so. I think he just has like the flu or something. So. Yeah. Kung flu? Oh, you beat I would not call it that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Look, but uh, yeah, so speedy recovery, good sir. Um, and so, yeah, with that said, you want to get down Fantastic Forum? Here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum. Not live. Join the party. You know you want to. Thank you, intern. Appreciate your hard, hard work. Um, Chance, it's good to be here with, with all of you. This is good times. Like, I feel like it's been a minute. 
The pleasure's all yours. Apparently. Apparently. Like, it's okay. I look, everybody like everybody here right now is just whelmed. <laughs> it's like one hundred percent. Y'all are just like, we're here. Uh, I'm like, okay, I don't know why I'm the only one that seems excited about this, but uh, you know, I, 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 too, but I gotta match the energy of the room, otherwise I'd look like a crazy man. Oh, that's look, I guess that's my issue. I have no issue looking yeah. like the crazy one. Yeah, I'm already feel like uh, as it is. Then I gotta worry about if I'm the crazy one. I right. Got, right. Know, I, I just finished watching Love and Thunder again for the seventh time. Is that what you were watching? Yeah. It's so funny. I was sitting here like, what is that fool? What is that? I'm like, is that <laughs> so, celestial head? What is that? Yeah. I look, I don't even remember that in Love and Thunder, which you know, no, but how, at the same time, was, you know, uh, I huh? Um how was uh Black Adam? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I didn't think so. I said love and thunder, not hatred and despair and revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Right, like that's not like your baseline. I thought you were gonna say hatred and lightning, but (laughs) (laughs) despair. I'm like, oh jeez. Oh man. I'm excited to see it. I haven't been able to see it. I mean, I just tested negative what two days ago. Yeah. Nice. Now I'm like, I gotta save my health for Wakanda forever. There it is. Woo. Wakanda forever. Wow, Oz, what's that? I haven't, I, I haven't heard anything good about it. Like I've, I've seen Have you heard bad things about it. Well, not bad, but like all the reviews I've seen talk about how emotional it is, which tells me that the uh, Chadwick Boseman sub segment of the movie is what really got people. And really, you know, hit, hit hard. I didn't hear anything about. How's that a bad thing? Huh? How's that a bad thing? Because the whole movie is not going to be the funeral. Your favorite comic books is a spectrum of emotions. But the whole movie is not going to be the funeral scene. The whole series of comics that you like is based on a spectrum of emotions personified or ex- executed by color. Okay. And, like, the, be- and, the best, and the best of all colors shuns the emotions. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, but they don't have a series for that. Yeah, and it's no, not no lantern has it. No lantern and and it, it was your favorite series before that existed. What are we even talking about now? Like, we, we've done so many innuendos. I'm like, I don't even know what book we're talking about at this point. Like, I, I, don't, I don't see how that's a bad thing about uh, Wakanda Forever. I haven't heard anything about it's a good plot. Uh, I haven't heard anything about how good this character or that character is. Definitely haven't heard anything about Namor. Why is he Namor? Because that's how he pronounces it. In the uh, I saw a clip, and that's how he calls him something. Namor. Call me Namor. Mm. And in fact, one of the showrunners said, oh, no. oh, it's because he was El Niño Sin Amor. Namor. Like, she literally <laughs> said that, and I, I almost threw something at yeah, that's What does that mean? A the kid without love. love. Yeah, <laughs> in Spanish. Oh, and that's how, that's why he's called Namor. Namor. Like one of the the one of the producers said that of the movie. Yeah, she's like a producer, or writer, or something like she, somebody that would know. Was it Victoria Alonso? I don't remember. It was a older lady. Was, was she making a joke though, or was she being serious? She sounded like she was being serious. I, I Ryan Cooper did say, well, Ryan, a clickbait article did say something stupid and attributed it to uh, Ryan Coogler. And I, I didn't, maybe my reading comprehension is not there, but I didn't see what, what he said in the title. 
in the article itself, but <laughs> said something about he didn't want to do Atlantis, the Greco-Roman Atlantis, because it, that's too close to colonialism. Mm. And that, that pissed me off. Why? Because that's not that's before colonialism. Like to me, anything with colonialism has a cross. So you tell me a pagan myth about a sinking city, to me, I'm fine with that. That ain't colonialism to me. Mm. By the way, you're right. It, it was uh, Victoria Alonso. Yeah. Who said that. Mm. That's that's Axel's wife, right? Yeah. Well, that after that that statement, <laughs> you you would hope <laughs> <laughs> Axel divorced her because she's like no more, nah, no more. <laughs> you got to roll those R's, okay? Oh yeah, you got to now. <laughs> Jay, you're you're like not frozen, right? Mm -mm. <laughs> okay all right just just making sure you're with us jay like i'm like jay's like man this show sucks <laughs> jay's like, i hate this show i'm sorry jay we'll try to be better okay is that all right that oh. live quicker <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay um before we we get into our topics for today. Can can we talk a little bit about Marvel Snap? Can we do that? Am I, am, am I the only hashtag? Not no, no. I, look, I agree. Look, but I'm just sitting here like, dude. Like, I might I might have to stop playing <laughs> because you hate it. No, I I I like it too much. Like. <laughs> It's a thing. I don't want to say I love it, but I may be drawing up papers <laughs> in order to, you know, make sure that we can be together forever. No, no, I, I like it a lot. I do. And uh, I've had the opportunity to talk to Moses about it. I haven't really had the opportunity to talk to either you, Oz, or Jay about how you all have felt about it and in trying it and whatnot like only only through text message with jay and even then he like he and he he said even less in the text message than he said on this show today so no i, I told you how i felt in the car oh yes we did have that that car ride at look many months ago in the before time man i feel like i haven't seen you in a long time jay it wasn't that yeah, long it was, ago, but it's it's been a while but it's been too long I agree. Like I'm just like, dude. I'm just happy to have eyes on you. I'm like proof of life. Jay's okay. No, <laughs> but Jay, what? Yeah, tell tell us, tell the people your thoughts on Marvel Snap. Um, I don't remember what I said, but it's like it's fine. Speak from the heart. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to look. You don't, you don't have to say what you told me. You can just say how you feel today. That's okay. Like, Literally, you, you know, can just, just true. Yeah, you could just make Look, something up. I need you, you know? to just, you know, and, and also too, like you got to be a little less enthusiastic about it because you're gonna be that crazy person Mo was talking about. They're gonna think you're you're sponsored. Uh, right. It's a little too simple, which I guess is a pro and a con. Um, I would prefer to be playing like Magic the Gathering, but I don't. It's not available on my phone. So, you know, 
I play snap. It's generally fast. I'm not that good at it. So I keep getting stuck and losing levels. But it's fine. <laughs> I don't know, Jay. I'm not sure. Like the way you're describing it to me does not sound make it sound like it's fine to me. Makes it like in fact I've I actually have just torn up that whole the the, the papers I were getting drawn up, I've just torn them up because I'm like, wait a minute. You're trying like, to trap me. You're gonna put it in the shit pile with Wakanda forever now after you heard that stuff about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everything I was excited about now from Marvel obviously is trash. You know, <laughs> like obviously. It's like, yeah, but Jay, have you played um Magic the Gathering Puzzle Quest? I think I did, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, I think I had the same issues with that that I did with the Marvel Puzzle Quest, which is just, mm. it goes too fast. Gotcha. Like, I, I can't really you know what's I'm... happening. Like, a normal Puzzle Quest, you know, you see what's happening, but they right. spit it up for those games for some reason. Have you, <clears throat> have you tried Hearthstone? I have. Um, I enjoy Hearthstone. It's uh it kills my phone which is why i haven't been playing lately but when i was playing i was really enjoying hearthstone yeah because it feels like that's a good sweet spot between quick and simple and ma full-on magic yeah it, it it's very good like um yeah just like you said it's it's the sweet spot like it's pretty simple cool powers like there's some strategy there uh it's not magic but it's still really good mm -hmm. now i've never played hearthstone uh, oh go ahead Mo. oh yeah you should probably try uh uh warhammer tactics that's kind of like that too it's not like the card game type but it is kind of like your little you still have the grid and, and the moving and it is a little more sped up than your average Warhammer game. And it has like a story. So it has a more like a video game feel to it too. And uh, it, it moves pretty quick. And it seems like it, uh, my phone, it seems to be uh, pretty light on, on, on it. Like it's not too hard on it. Hard on. <laughs> but it's, um, <laughs> it's definitely like a, 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 that, like that sweet spot thing too. Like it, it, does, it feels like you're playing Warhammer. You're just not spending your whole day on it. Is you know is 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 Warhammer a mobile game? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Warhammer okay. or uh, it's not tactic. It's a uh, let me see here. It's a uh, tacticus. Okay, that is different. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that Henry Cavill is really, really, really into Warhammer. Yeah, like, I didn't know that about him. And all that. Yeah, he used to be fat, so yeah, he's into all that. Wait a minute! <laughs> Don't say it like that. No, no it's, it's actually true. It's actually funny. Not... Like, I, I've heard him talk about it in interviews. Like they ask him about painting the figurines, and he talks sure. about them. And then they're like, and "What do you do with the with the figures once you paint them?" He's like, "You put them in the little army and fight other people." Like yeah. everybody's looking at him like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> he's he's talking... Henry Cavill, but he's got like that that nerdy like 
reluctance. Like, yeah, you put them together and you fight someone else with them. <laughs> like, he only looks like he does now, but he was, he, he said, like, every time they asked him about The Witcher, uh, Superman, shit like that. And he's like, you, did you like all this nerdy stuff back when you were a kid? He goes, yeah, yeah, I was a fat kid. I loved all that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, another interview where they asked him um, what version of Witcher he played, what console. And he had like this look of disgust in his face. PC. Like, yeah. like that's when I knew, okay, all right. I'm not a PC gamer, but I somebody that gets this. Like, like that, Larry. You know, his laugh back. was so hard it knocked him off the stream. <laughs> uh, Jay, what, what do you feel is the hardest thing, uh, the barrier for you to get into Snap a little more? Is it really just the speed? Um, no, it's, yeah, I don't know, like, and like I said, it's not bad, it's just, like, I'm not out there on my, like, I don't come home and play Snap, like, I play it if I'm on the bus, maybe, or, you know, like, a couple rounds here or there. Okay, but I don't. I don't know. It's. I don't know. It's just like. Yeah, it's hard to describe. I just, I'm only into it so much. That's fair. There's a Magic the Gathering that's I. I from what I can gather, I haven't tried it yet, but it. I think it's a little more like, Snap, and it might be a sweet spot thing too. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. That has no single player campaign. Oh. It, it's actually Magic the Gathering full, yeah. but electronic. You could play against people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's basically just you get a deck, you win, yeah. earn cards, win, and play against like people. It's exactly magic. like Magic. Okay. Yeah. Which I yeah. love. Like, I don't talk about it a lot, but I, I love Magic the Gathering. And I don't play it nearly as much as I would like to. I think none of us really talk about it enough. I agree. Right. No, look, we because we had a blast when we played that one time at Ted's place. (laughs) The one time. (laughs) The one time. Really, we had a really good time, though. Like you know, and we could technically do that. Well, I guess not anymore because Oz is away. We have to like, but when we're all together, we could do that whenever we want. But you know, we'd obviously like to actually include Oz. We'd have to have like a special moment for that because like these days, normally when we see Oz is during Comic Con, and we're not going to necessarily take like the time to play a Magic game during Comic Con. We're not, we're not those nerds. Yeah, we can play over <laughs> like, huh? We could play over Discord. Well, what we are going to play this year at Comic Con is going to be this thing right here. This, uh... I thought he was going to reach down in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> boss, is monster. boss monster. Yeah. yeah, we should definitely play that. Like, because boss monster is definitely like it's it's a bit quicker, and you we can literally play that over drinks. You can't do that <laughs> with Magic: The Gathering. I, well, that's not true. You can ha- drink and play Magic. <laughs> I've been very drunk at some Magic tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like 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 I feel like with Boss Monster, your game will decline, but not to like some some like 
when I beat you in Magic Oz, I can't have you say it's because you're drunk. Well, it'll never happen. Never has happened. See, look at this guy. Look at this guy, son of a bitch. Right. See, look. Anyway, Oz, what do you think of Marvel Snap? Uh, I agree a lot with Jay. It's Mm. way super simple. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It says bring out your beasts. I thought it said bring when I read it too. (laughs) Nice. It's a Craig of the Creek reference. It's Mm. a. It, it's a game I, I get, you know, I can play a couple. I love how you the, try to get a rise out of Jay for like 45 minutes. And heck does hey, man, that was Craig of the Creek references. <laughs> you know, we all know how Hector's is the funniest member of Fantastic Forum. We all know that. Like, I'm sorry, Oz, continue. You're, you're saying you feel like Jay, that, you know, you can like take it or leave it. Is that what you're saying? Or? It, it, it's super simple. I, I can play mm-hmm. a couple matches on the toilet. And uh, mm-hmm. based on my level, I go to the toilet a lot. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, it, it's so simple. I'm surprised that so many people are so bad at it. <laughs> I've lost maybe three three or four matches, and most of them is because I get a handful of rocks. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. But like, as, you raise, I, as you I raise rank, as you raise rank, you start seeing a little more challenge. You think Definitely. so, but I'm still getting people dropping a Hulk on on the last turn. And I'm like, you, like I was already winning that by twenty. What what the hell is the Hulk going to do? Right. You, you know, might I, have won, I've won more matches dropping threes and fours on the last round than than anything huge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I mean, it, and that that's kind of a testament to the game too. Like where strategy goes a long way than just brute force too. You know, well, like I, there's different ways of the being. game, but the people playing it are. Still dropping hulks in the last turn for no reason. Yeah. Well, I will say that was my beginner experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're probably playing against a lot of beginners. Eventually, uh, you stop seeing the Hulk. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I haven't seen the Hulk in a while. Like, like uh, it's like it's interesting. What what level of player I am? So there's a. A, a level that's to like your bottom right hand side where there's like a metal and you're like bronze, silver, um, iron gold. 18. Is that still, am I still a beginner? No, you're yeah. like beginner, inter- close to intermediate. Wait, you said, is it iron? Is it bronze and iron or is it silver? No, I think bronze and iron. Let me see here. Oh, okay. It's okay. So I it's all metals. Recruit, agent, Iron and I'm iron 18, and then bronze is 20. Yeah, yeah. So, it like I promise you, like, you'll start see if you get out of iron and you get into gold, you'll definitely. I'm well, not even getting the gold, you get to the top part of of iron, and like, yeah, you, you start dealing with a lot more competitive. I feel like everything from 27 to 35, which I think is like gold, bronze, maybe. Um, you kind of like, I, I man, I spent a whole week fluctuating from 27 to 34. Like, you know, I'd be on a good run, then I'd be on like a, a losing streak, you know? Yeah. And then I, like, not, then I have to like actually not play for a day and just concentrate on building my decks. Right. Um, <laughs> right. After a few lo- losses, your strategy just doesn't work for whatever reason. Maybe a, a new location or different location or whatever. 
and you have to use a different, slightly different deck. Like, and I, you, I could just mix in three different cards, and then okay, then I'm back moving up to to the thirties. You know. Oh, real quick caveat: I have seen the Hulk with the Gamma Lab. Mm-hmm. But that's something yeah, different. That's yeah, that like I agree. It, it turns them into. Uh, yeah, and uh, they, a lot of cowards in this game too. Like I, <laughs> a lot of people retreating. I, yeah. we, look, I hit snap turn one. Yeah, <laughs> like, bring it. Show me what you got. Let's see. Put it yeah. on the table. Take out the ruler. And, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people retreat like by the third round sometimes. I rather skip. I rather skip turns. Like even if I can't do anything. Really- Make the difference on the on the last round or last few rounds. I rather just I rather just skip the turn than retreat. I ain't going on no pussy ass shit like that. I I only retreat tactically in the sense that where I'm like, dude, I, I think I am beat, <laughs> and it's like yeah. it doesn't make any sense for me to lose all these cubes, especially because like you know, I, like here's the thing: I didn't know at the end of the um the end of the month-long, like, season or whatever, because, you know, it. this first month was, like, the symbiote. What was it? Symbiote? Symbiote. Uh, yeah, symbiote. <laughs> symbiote. What was it? It was... Uh, I don't remember. I felt matter. like I had alliteration. It's over, so it doesn't matter. Right, but it, the symbiote event was the whole, <laughs> the whole month, the opening month. And, you know, so I'm ranking up. I'm trying to, like, I'm on the cusp of cr- cracking 50. Uh, I couldn't do it because people were better, you know? And it's like I was going down, going up, going down, going up. Like, I, I was right there. I thought I was going to do it. And somebody okey-doked me, and I was like, son of a bitch. And then at the end of the, the season, when the month changed over, they put all everybody back to the bottom rank. I was like, oh, no. I was like, I didn't know that was going to happen. I was like, wow. So I got to climb this rank again over the course of a month. And I got to, like, and apparently, like, I was thinking, like, oh, okay, there's, like, bronze and iron, then gold. And then after that, I was like, oh, it's probably, like, platinum or something. And which I think is there is platinum next, but apparently there's like maybe like two ranks above that. And I'm like, Jesus, wait a minute! I was like, who's getting these ranks? Like, where? Like, what is the gameplay like at that level? Because apparently I'm not good enough for that. Like, I can't. Like, there's an infinite rank. I didn't know that. I was until like, you know, like talking to people and doing research stuff, and I'm just like, what in the world? Like infinite rank? Like, dude, like I'm not ready. I know that. But I'm like, I'm hoping to crack gold this month. I mean, well, yeah, or not gold, but like, you know, get out of gold into platinum. Like, you know, get basically level 50. And I'm just like, dude, like it, you should, you should play Oz. Cause if you get out of those ranks, especially like, you know, what you're doing too is you might be snapping too early. Like you want to, huh? Never too early. Yeah, you, no, you know, all in or it's all or nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, us, if you if you think you're that good, bring it. I snap before the cards are are, yeah. are even out there. Yeah, I, I'm with Oz on that. Like it, it that's that's I I think the retreat option should be eliminated. You are hilarious. First of all, I'm not telling you you're snapping too early because it's like you should not snap. What I'm saying is, it's like poker. You have to like. 
coax your person in to make the call. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they're like, oh, snap right from the jump, yeah, like, half the people are going to be shook, and they're going to retreat. And you're like, oh, but you don't even get anything for that. You just, you get back the one cube you wagered. What you want to do is let them. That's what I get. No, but but you want to rank up. So what I'm saying is. Nah, I want to be the best. You, no but you're not going to be the best because you're not going to ever play the best because all you do is get one cube. Well, okay. this is what I'm saying. Like, let, let one round go by. Let them feel like, oh, they might be doing something. And then press your advantage before they realize that you have one. Like, when, they, when, when you know that, oh, well, and look, I get it. You know you got them from the beginning. I get that, especially early on. What I'm saying to you is let them think that they might have a chance. Then you snap, and then they'll play, and then at least you'll get two cubes out of it. Nah. If you're lucky, you'll get some. I, this is what I know from my years of card playing experience. Okay. Be the best. You got to beat the best. <laughs> you got to style. You got to profile. You got to strut your stuff. And I, I'm like, I'm here like... I, I want to be the very best. Like no one ever was. <laughs> it's my real test. And training them in my cause. Right. I will travel across the internet, searching far and wide. <laughs> Teach snap players to understand the power that's inside. Yeah, Got all it. while taking a shit, by the way. Right. Choose you. I put a, I had a, a, a bit of an upset, like, and it, it was the strategy was there. I got my deck going. This was after, you know, I'm on a winning streak after uh, modifying my deck a little bit. And then the shit just happened. The, the little the little wild card element to the game that mm-hmm. just switched it up. And uh, I posted that in the chat. That's the link. Don't think of spam. It's, it's to our tick. I posted it on TikTok because it, it fits nice. for that. And uh, right. you can watch that. It's a short little video. Um, and then I've been posting some of my games on there, too, and our YouTube shorts. If you follow us on any of those platforms, you'll see those. But and uh, I think Larry, you have a game coming up, a, a video on it coming up too. Yeah, right? yeah. I just, I just basically was like kind of talking through my thought process in regards to like what I'm playing and why I'm playing it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, just so for people to kind of get a little bit uh, into the 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 headspace of somebody that's been playing the game, and it's like. You know, I, I say in the video where it's like, I'm not an aficionado by any means, you know, but, you know, for people that are beginning, you can get an idea of what it is that the, the thought process behind somebody that's been playing the game for a few weeks now. And, you know, for people that are better, it's like, you know, look, school me, let 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 me know what I could have done better, what I should have done instead of what I did end up doing. I, I, I won. At least I think I, I won in wish. that game. I do wish there was an option to have a friends list so I can play against you guys. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys might be doing something that I totally missed or vice versa oh, yeah. or whatever. Like, we could help I each other out. Uh, I 100%. play in, in between clients on the downtime, I could easily play, like, you know, those little achievements for, like, oh, play 50 games? Mm-hmm. Like, I, can, I can do that in a 15-minute Downtime. Yeah. You can yeah. easily be the four horsemen of the snap. Yeah. 
No, one hundred percent. And I think that like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? What's wrong with Chris? It's Blah? funny because he's dead. Yeah, yeah, but he was a rabid Wolverine. He was, but I mean, yeah, Dimalenko's a better tactician, but you know, I don't. Yeah. Know. I feel Dimalenko like should be Jay then, right? Which one? Malenko. Dean Malenko. Jay's the silent tactician. Yeah. <laughs> Jay has nothing to say about that. He, he gives them out of approval. <laughs> He's like, can I be It's been too long since I've, like, I don't remember the four, or I remember the name. Like, yeah. I remember there was a group. Yeah. I don't remember exactly who was in it. I, I literally right. only remember two of them, and I just used their name. You, you don't remember Ric Flair? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I always see him as the, the lone wolf, though. That's and then what he Arn Anderson? Arne, yeah, I don't remember Arn Anderson. Yeah. But what, what I can definitely tell you is that, you know, having talked to the people that I know that are playing the game, like, there's, like I, it is, uh, I do agree that the game is simple conceptually. I do feel like there's definitely a fair amount of strategy that can go into what cards you pick and why and how you use the different locations to your advantage. Uh, Heck says, damn, dropping D. Malenko on a Wednesday night? Snap! <laughs> I agree. There it is. Oh, snap! Yeah, he, he, yeah, Malenko like, was one of the few that I forgot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, surprised. Oh, like, oh shit, Mo dropping some knowledge. But yeah. Before we move on, I just want to say that uh, the, what I love about this, this game. Say what? We're not sponsor, no, no. I, I, look, I wish they would let us sponsor them because Lord knows, like, look, I, I wish we just read the scripts that the the devil the developers did on their little video thing. <laughs> I that video every time. I guess guys, they're, right? they're not. They're not good on camera. Like, no, they're not. They're because not because they're good at they're good at making the game. But you know, yeah. I, I, Hire me. I'll be the, that guy and talk to the camera. Hey, yeah. hey me, me and you, Mo, we can do it. Yeah. We should we recreate that video, Larry, and then send it to us. Let's do it. Let's I go. love it. I love it. Let's go. But here's what I'm saying is what I love about the game, honestly, is that as a as a huge like Marvel fanboy, I feel like the developers did a great job of bringing the characteristics of the characters into card form with the abilities and all that kind of stuff, the art. Like, I feel like, you know, like the way that the cards get represented and how they like reflect different characteristics of the, the characters that they embody is awesome. Between that and the locations, I really like it. Wait, is that Uncle Ben car real? Or is that like a joke? <laughs> But it should be. I wish it was. <laughs> that Uncle Ben card should be. It's so good. Basically, we're talking about I, I read it or somebody on Reddit put a that's card up. This is Uncle ben. our Instagram. Our Instagram has had that for three weeks already. Okay, so you can see it on our Instagram. And it's a card it that basically our, I saw it on our Discord. Yeah. There it is. So go to you got to go to our Discord. That'll link you to our Instagram. And if we have anything else to tell you, if you might find it on Reddit, but don't worry about it. You can just find it with fantasticforum.live. 
you know. But either way, the card is Uncle Ben, and in in Marvel Snap, some of the cards, if you destroy them, things happen. And basically, it just says if you destroy when when the Uncle Ben card is destroyed, Spider Man shows up, which is pretty awesome if you know Spider Man's origin. <laughs> you know, and then you can have an Aunt May variant with uh... <laughs> MCU Aunt May. Yeah, uh, I saw Colleen, Colleen Wing card for the first time. I have never seen that. Yeah, I saw that, and it, it, it's a basic little like thing. It, it does have a little bit of power, like on reveal thing, I, if I remember correctly. But, but I, yeah. I want a Captain Universe card. I don't know if they have one, but I'm sure it's coming. Like, yeah. I feel the game, I, the game is but, very popular. But I want it to be like, okay, when this card shows up, it gets destroyed, and it's like you know Captain Universe, and then a baby shows up with the Captain Universe costume. And saves his parents. That's what I wanted to. Okay. Like so when when I, I mean, it's not that deep, right? It's like, that's basically what Winter Soldier does, right? Or what uh, Bucky does, right? Yeah. yeah. When but when you, oh. Bucky gets destroyed, Winter Soldier comes out, dude. Yeah. Which is amazing. That like I'm just saying, and there's a thing or where if you know the like, if you know the comic lore, like you're just like that's great. It could be like it could show up to your weakest card, like it'll bond to your weakest card, kind of like the Hulkbuster, but it'll boost up your weakest card. You know what I mean? Oh, the Captain Universe. Yeah. Yeah, that that's great. Cool. Yeah, that would be super cool. So it's like I get See, a squirrel, and, and, from squirrel girl, and the squirrel becomes <laughs> Captain <laughs> Universe. <laughs> that like that would 20, be pretty cool. Twenty-seven power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, hard. Uncle Ben has two power. <laughs> that's, oh, Uncle ben. that's the same. <laughs> I know. Jay's he's like quick, that. He's Quicksilver. <laughs> I know, right? That's what I'm saying. Like Uncle, Uncle Ben is as strong as Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's be like if your opponent has any villain or whatever, he automatically dies or gets destroyed. Who Uncle Ben? Yeah. Oh. Huh. But yeah, man. But I just love that aspect of things. And like there's so many like cards when I see them for the first time, I was just like, wow, like that is like perfect representation for that character. And that's so cool, you know. And the funny thing is, I love that, you know, they have like the different groups, they have like synergies or whatever. Like just for instance, like all the guardians of the galaxy basically all have uh on reveal kind of stuff if uh your opponent played a card in that area in that location so no matter what guardian you have they all like do various versions of like if a card played they get something special you know and i'm just like that's pretty cool and it and it's so wild because it's like you know, me being an X-Men fan, one of the first things I was like, dude, as soon as I get enough cards, I'm going to make an X-Men deck. And I'm sitting here like, you know, I made my X-Men deck, and my X-Men deck is terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but and, and I'm just like, damn, like, none of these X-Men powers, like, none of these joints synergize, right? But at the same time, even that is kind of like in theme with the X-Men, because they're like, 
a lot of different people with unique abilities. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're not. <laughs> they don't they don't all have the same power or do the same thing you know what i'm saying and so it's just like that kind of makes sense so i can't even be mad at it even though i will say huh they should have given cyclops an ability that that's exactly what i was about to say they should have yeah. given cyclops an ability and and i like I'm, I'm thinking like you know uh my buddy raymond he said the ability they should have given Cyclops is basically like the ability they gave Juggernaut. Like Juggernaut, when you play Juggernaut, um, whatever cards you that got played in that turn get like scattered to other locations. And I'm like, they probably should have done that for Cyclops, but he was saying they should have done that for Cyclops, but maybe with just like one card, you know? So no, it's like not all the cards that got Cyclops played. ability should be if your opponent plays Wolverine, he loses power. No, please. <laughs> like, Look, you, know, you, start him off super, you start him off super strong, like uh like Lizard. Lizard starts off strong, but if your opponent right. does a certain thing, he gets weakened. That's that's Cyclops. Right. No, let's see. No, I disagree. Like I feel like Cyclops maybe even should have had like some sort of like ricochet kind of ability or something. Like maybe he like knocks your opponent over one location or something like that. Yeah, like it pushes them back to the left one spot or something, because yeah. they had that with, like, uh, who was it? Um, Iron Fist. Like Heimdall. Like, Heimdall just moves everything left. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Iron Fist does that, too, with the, like, the next card you play gets pushed. Yeah, it's just funny. And yeah, you're right. Like, is he punches them. Right. He punches, yeah, dude. He punches your teammate to another land. Dude, it's it's very cool. Like I just feel like the I was shocked by how well the whole team like did their thing in regards to like encapsulating what makes each of these characters pretty cool. So I'm just like, yeah, man, I, I, I like it a lot. And as a fan of Marvel, I'm just like, dude, like I'm enjoying it thoroughly. And yeah, it, it like I love I honestly the fact that I can play games that quick is uh pretty awesome. Dude, why are you spamming? So, it's not spamming. It's actually that's actually <laughs> like that. <laughs> We're gone. We're gone. <laughs> you can't even see us anymore. Uh, it, it, it's actually my deck code uh, for the deck that. So I you know what the cards in the last five days? I haven't had to change my deck. Oh, I see. You have a Hulk also. Yeah, I know. You gotta have that. That just just in case, you know, just to just to seal the win. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't even know if that, that code is gonna work because I, I meant to, I meant to hit space and and it just posted it. So anyway, Fantastic Form. Okay. I'll put the link up there. There you <laughs> go. WordPress place for. for all. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> it says my antivirus is going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarity. Like we have right. four different posts of gibberish in our chat now. Like you, you posted your your whatever right, thing. I'll remove, it, I'll remove it. I can remove it. I'm gonna block you. Put you. you can block us. Yeah. <laughs> it like stop spamming. Equal sign. Equal stop sign. spamming. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's okay. Account that is. Look. Fantastic for him finding new and, and creative ways to be mad buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually works? Sorry. 
before we leave the topic of games, uh, Tiger Claw earlier hit us up. Uh, he wanted to know if anyone got Sonic Frontiers. Um, I haven't yet, but I, I plan on getting it this weekend. I'm not planning to at all. Mm -hmm. I'm busy with Gotham Knights, and they got Ragnarok coming. We all had our bar mitzvahs already. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, I had a keeping, yeah. <laughs> nah, man, so, man, so. I think <laughs> it's a good game, but, it, or, you know, I'm not sure, but, you know, it, it just seemed a little, like, even the cover art, I'm like, man, that's a kitty, kitty game. Like, I'm not sure what kind of game that is. I mean, is it? It's Sonic. It's, it's yeah, uh, it is. yeah. It just it's just weird after buying like Elden Ring, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta get out that mode, man. You're gonna miss out on some yeah. good games like that. But yeah. I will say that I, I you know I I was I, actually I, really I did pre order Octopath Traveler too. That's good. With the little statue. Oh, that's cool. So you got yeah. like the collector's edition. Yeah, best two hundred bucks. Have, uh, best 200 bucks I've ever spent. But, I, you know. I was actually... Allegedly. Allegedly. I, I was actually really... At him. I was really excited for, for Sonic Frontiers. And then... Uh, it just seemed like when as people were playing it, they're like, I don't know about this game. And then as it actually ended up releasing people like feel differently about it now so i kind of have like a wait and see kind of mentality on it because it's like it, it seems like a it here's what i what i can say pretty categorically it's probably the best 3d sonic game but that's a low bar to clear <laughs> so it's kind of like you know, I know so I, i'm gonna wait i know tire claw got it what did he think you can tell us what you think tire claw we would love to hear you can call in Tiger Claw. Like, go to FantasticForum.live and hit call yeah, in. Let's not get crazy, but yeah, no, so you y'all don't want to hear Tiger Claw's thoughts on Sonic Frontiers. I would. He's like, hey guys, I do. Miss <laughs> I would love voice. to hear that. Hmm. I do miss his voice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would love to hear Tiger Claw's thought on Sonic Frontier. He hasn't played it yet because he's working. Hmm. There it is. Uh, and yeah, oh, go ahead. What are you gonna say? No, no, moving, moving right along. I was gonna say into the next segment. Yeah, what, what do y'all want to talk about first? You want to talk about spectators, or you want to talk about Tales of the Jedi? Don't everyone answer at once, please. <laughs> I, look, calm down, you sons of bitches. You're like, I, I can't hear anybody talk when you all talk at once. Spectators <laughs> has dicks. So I think we should do that. I called it. it. I don't think you, you did. <laughs> you did call it. All right, let's do some comic book reviews then. Yeah. Let me play this music real quick. Comic book review. Comic book like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Indeed, comic book reviews, or I don't know. I mean, this might be a preview, technically. I don't know because this is this book out or is it done? I'm not even sure. Mo, can you help us? What's what's the deal uh, with uh, 
Brian K. Vaughn's Substack. So yeah, it, it's the little the page is called uh, Exploding Giraffe, and uh, it, it basically he's just working on this comic there. I signed up not too long ago. I didn't realize he was he was just talking shit in my email inbox. So I'm like, yeah, I, I would love <laughs> Brian K. Vaughn talking shit in my email inbox, and uh, all of a sudden I just get oh here's the first hundred pages of spectators or first 91 pages of spectators if you want to read it so i guess he that's his like way of he, he's working on a comic and he's getting the pages in and he's giving them to you more or less as he gets them um and yeah i, I don't know if it's going to be printed or whatever but you're you know you, you subscribe to his substack that's what you get uh substack is a weird uh platform because you can't really see like I can go to substack.com and see what I like like I would a Kickstarter when it comes to this these paywall type things um it, it but yeah it, it does feel like what only fans would be for a comic <laughs> it does it's really just you pay for their content and you just see whoever you pay for and they're in charge of giving you the link like you doesn't look the Substack website isn't really conducive to exploring and finding new things. It's really just with connecting with people that you follow on social media, and uh, and I love it. I, I love that. Like I did, a, I paid for a year uh, of uh, Scott Snyder's, and it was cool. Uh, I mean, he didn't make anything, but he gave us a writing <laughs> class. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm over here like Brian K. Vaughn actually made something, you know, and and, and it's unlike anything you're going to read from any comic book publisher, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I I follow, I, you know, I've paid his website where you can just pay what you want for it. Um, Was it paper, paper comics or whatever? Uh, Panel syndicate. Like he, he kind of did that model that's that Substack is doing but he did it on his own and he's made some comics there and i paid for those too um in the past but th- this one just it's a little different than what i've seen there on panel syndicate and it's on Substack. but yeah it's basically the story of uh of a lady that killed gets killed in a mass shooter uh event and uh she realizes there's a whole different world of dead people <laughs> and uh, they just watch history go by as, as they just chill out and do it. And that's why they're called the spectators because they just watch p- other people live. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the long I, and the short of of kind it. Of right there, story, kind of, uh, I like a grounded ghost story in a sense. Like it's weird. <laughs> uh, Jay, uh, do you all get to check out spectators? Mm-hmm. No, oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, it's like it look, I look, I understand though. Like you're you're out here working, doing your thing too, so I get it. But he doesn't uh, like independent it, comics either. So yeah. You don't like Brian K. Vaughn? Oh, like this is what he's doing instead of saga? Eh. No, saga's, saga's coming out. Yeah. I'm not reading that either, but yeah. Okay, so listen. I'm just saying, like, what, say I'm to figure out, like what you read from Brian K. Vaughn that you're no, like, I just, I just didn't that was terrible. I just, no, it, 
He's he's actually really good. Yeah, I wish I could yeah. read his stuff. Um, <laughs> right, right. Look, all you have to do is stop watching Star Girl, and then you can read all the Brian K. Vaughn you want. Now that it's canceled, I might. Yeah, the head of Discovery made sure he could read Brian K. Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> like so crazy. We won't we won't have time to get to that today, probably. But in the shows to come, we could talk more about. Just discovery WB or whatever, but anyway, Jay, what do you think of spectators? I thought it was okay. Expound, Jay. <laughs> Expound. Um, Jay, how how about this, Jay? Make me think it's okay. I mean, you like titties, right? Yeah, so that that's automatically fantastic. So uh, bring down titties a couple notches. Bring down. Yeah. I feel like Jay, Jay is like Jay is like the the friggin' low key like strip club promoter. You like titties, right? Just get in this car, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "Well, damn, the way he said it was like so low key and so true." <laughs> I guess we gotta get. But also, that gusto in like, this limo, like that gusto, hmm? like that could be dog titties. <laughs> dog titties, like that. I need, I need a little. Yeah, you know, if you're not gonna be enthusiastic, convince me that this comic is just okay, Jay. Please, Jay, Jay's like titties has enough enthusiasm for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but really, like if you love titties, then this comic should be amazing. But he said it's think. okay. Yeah, so show right. me how a comic full of titties is just okay. It, it, it focuses on what its title is. Uh, spectating. Mm -hmm. uh, your main character, she's pretty cool. Like, she's a pervert. And... Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Sorry. I, I agree, man. I'm like, why is he so judgy? <laughs> I mean, that's uh, not a story for for on the air. Why judge her? Um, <laughs> in any case, yeah, she's a pervert. And, uh, you know, we follow her from the present to the future. And there's some cool colors or lack of colors for the travel. And, you know, she's just kind of looking at people and following them around. Yeah. And there are questions I have. Like, like what's, your, what's your biggest question? Can the spectators, like, how far can they interact with each other? Mm. Because they can't interact with the world. Like, that's established. Mm -hmm. But can they interact with each other? They don't have to mention it. And right. I assume, like, at some point... Yeah, I don't, like... You know, like we, you saw the scene in uh, in oh, what's that show we all love? 
Seinfeld? Dude, you know I fucking hate Seinfeld. <laughs> and and this Patrol. is why you have tenure. In Doom Patrol. Oh, Doom Patrol, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like, they're Go good there, but they're not watching everyone else. They're out there busy fucking. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of wondering why the spectators aren't fucking, especially the pervert girl. Yeah. Like, she, she can masturbate. We know that. So she could. Right. Kind of, yeah, maybe that like, was she not take off her clothes. Like we don't know I don't, I don't, because some I don't people think she can. have clothes and some people don't. Right. So I guess if she can't take off her clothes, and that would mean she can't have sex. But then there's like a lot of naked people. Like I guess sex will get boring after like hundreds of years. I don't. Where you think wouldn't so. have it all the time. So I can see why they're watching like cage fights, but why not both? <laughs> yeah, listen, listen. I here's my but whole that, thing. That, that cage fight almost did have both, didn't it? <laughs> I I do believe one hundred percent, Jay. That you know your question is, is super on point. It's a question I had as well, and based on what I read. I 100% believe they can't interact with each other either. Like if you if you read the book and you know, I mean the book like at least well, or, speak to each other. I, yeah, but speaking and 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 touching isn't the same. And, right. And and so but I get where you're coming from in the sense that you're like, well, obviously like speaking is still some sort of interaction even if it's not like the same as physical touching. Yeah. So I, I like obviously they can hear each other. So you're like, well, why can they hear each other but not necessarily touch each other? But what I what I will also say is I don't believe in the ninety something pages I read, I don't believe any of the spectators actually did physically contact one another. They like right. literally all like like sit next to each other. They float next to one another. Like I don't. They don't touch. And I think. And and I'm not saying that they can't necessarily. What I will say is, I I 100 feel like that's being set up the way it is. Because like in the same way that there's a point in the book where they talk about, oh well, you know, we can't interact with the world. It just it just can't happen. No one's ever done it. And I feel like you put that out there because somebody is going to do that. <laughs> you know. And in the same way, how like so that people don't ask about it. I mean, that could be the case, but I kind of feel like you know, it's like, especially in like in in stories, you set rules. If it was somebody other than Brian K. Vaughn, <laughs> then yeah, I, I can I can see Jay's point, but I think right. Brian K. Vaughn will put that in there for a reason. No, yeah, you set rules, and then you let somebody break those rules. And then you'd like, you know, if if you have like, you know, enough uh, of the storytelling capacity, you convince your audience why this person is able to break that rule, and you know, it makes sense, or you know, yeah, or, or, or it may not. But I think I do believe that that is is something that's coming down the pipe, where either they're gonna like one of them is gonna be able to start touching one another. 
or one of them is going to start interacting with the world outside. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's a wild book. <laughs> and you're right. Like, it, 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 like, it's wild that it shows up. Like, I knew, at least for me, I was like, this poor young lady messed around and, like, died. And, you know, I feel like she could have done a little bit more to try to survive. <laughs> but she, she died. Well, like what? Well, she tried to have a conversation with a lunatic. And instead, she could have been trying to, like, crawl to an exit. Like he knew he, he was, was she, he knew her. she was there, huh? He was watching her. I thought. Well, he wasn't watching her. He knew she was there. That's different. Like he don't know where she is. Like if she stay low and crawl, like I'm not saying she would have gotten away. What I'm saying is, I feel like I got more respect for somebody that gets shot in the back trying to get out of an exit than somebody that tries to have a conversation with a guy that came into a theater and shot up everybody and I was like, hey, I just, I'm just trying to appeal to your sympathy. Like, sympathy? Like, you didn't like, watch what this fool did to everybody else? Like those people that, that had the, uh, the, the, the the people that took the handicap seat and killed, got killed first? Like, yeah, it's a handicap seat, but yeah. Oh, you're talking about in the theater? Yeah, you know, right, right. I'm look, but either way, I'm just saying, like, why do you feel like you're so special that you're gonna convince this guy to let you go? That's crazy. So I'm just like, okay, like you can do that if you want to. I I would have had more respect if she rushed the dude. <laughs> it's not a smart play, but at least you go out like you know, like I'm trying to fight, <laughs> you know, as opposed to be like, hey, people depend on me and. I got people that love me, and you know, you really don't like my dog. Your dog? You feel like this? I mean, I don't know. I, I I might just be built different. I'm like, if you mess around and belly crawl to the exit and get shot in your back trying to get out that door, I'm like, okay, she was trying to live, <laughs> you know, in a real way. I'm like, okay, but again, maybe she just. Maybe she had more faith in humanity than I do at this point. And that's sad to say, because I feel like I used to have a lot more, but maybe I don't anymore. Oh, you definitely used to have more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Maybe that's where I'm at now. Sorry. I, I uh, it, it, To a certain degree, I blame myself. Larry's been spending a lot more time with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Indeed. yeah. Once, once the first time, maybe about a year and a half ago, where he's like, yeah, maybe you're all right. I'm like, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Down, down a dark road, my friend. Down a dark path. <laughs> yeah, no coming back. Um. Yeah. Overall, uh, this like I, I love how I got this comic because I got it for free. <laughs> you know, and, and it's just for being a fan of this dude. And it, it worked right. out, um, but it is like for for being a free comic or a pay per view comic or whatever, like mm -hmm. on demand. What I don't know what you call this model at this point, because like it really is just kind of like the porn model. You just search it and you find it, and you get what you want out of it, and then move on. Um, 
but it is a really well crafted book. The art is really like I think it's better than if I would have gotten it on paper. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> these pages are just like I don't even know. Like if you print a page, let's see if I can share one here. Uh, share present uh, screen window. Or like yeah, this one where she's just getting killed. You're watching this chick getting killed, and it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's so visceral. Yeah, and the pages before that, I didn't want to give those because those are really like triggering. Like this one, at least you know, like the character survives <laughs> in one way or another because otherwise we wouldn't have a comic. But the other ones, like people's just heads, just chunks fly off. And the gore, yeah. like stylized gore, but the gore is still really, really like intense. And uh, Larry, I, I want to know what you thought of those. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't choose this for being a horror comic, I knew it was kind of ghost uh, based. I figured, oh, for Halloween, you know, horror comics, like we can kind of do this. It don't feel like a horror comic or a Halloween comic, but it's a lot gorier than some of these, ho these horror comics we reviewed <laughs> in the past month. Uh, how did you handle that gore, Larry? Um, and I'll tell you, but before uh, I should mention that the the artist is uh, Nico Henricon. It's H E N R I C H O N. So I don't know if that's how, or it might be Henrichen Henricon. I don't know how you say it, unfortunately. But just to give you all, you know, hmm. It could be. I don't know. Like, I don't know where the person's from. Right. You That could be right. Right. But, um, Canadian. huh? He's Canadian. There you go. So I guess it's like maybe a French Canadian kind of thing going on. I don't know. Oh, so it's Henry Cole. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, from the core perspective, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> right. Exactly. It's it's a a, a, it? a visceral uh, gore of comedy is <laughs> me going. Oh. It's easier for me to deal with in a in a comic page, and don't get me wrong, like uh, uh like even in a comic page, it can get me sometimes. Um, but this was like, hey, you know, and here's another sad fact, I guess is the idea of like a mass shooting I, you know i i guess just as an american i'm somewhat desensitized to you know what i mean and it's like i can't say that i've ever seen that in real life or anything like that um but it's just one of those things where it's like yeah which school there was a was part this week say again like which school was it this week right Right. And, and you know, a, a mass shooting depicted in comics is like, that feels like, um, you know, tame in comparison to the idea that I could be hearing about that actually happening in real life in the next, like, two weeks, you know? So it's just like, but so watching it. Score. Right. 
And that was a wild part. And that, that was the other thing I was going to say was, you know, before we got into the tangent of can they touch, can't they touch, and all that stuff, you know, it's like, it's wild because this young lady dies. And then the first person that she, like, you know, or person that she meets after she dies is a, a, a naked woman, <laughs> like, floating out there next to her. And that's a wild... With one thigh high pantyhose, <laughs> I was about to say, right, wearing one one pantyhose and 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 her jewelry, and that's it, which is a wild visual. Because I'm just like, why? Like, I'm just like, I can't wait till we get to the point where we're at like spectator annuals, <laughs> where we get the story behind why this woman, like her halfway point, because that's another thing too, where it's like apparently. When you die, you like come back at your like halfway point. And it's just like, why is her halfway point like her naked with her jewelry on and one panty, like one fishnet stocking? Like, why? Like, I'm just like, dude, I'm and I'm like, that is such an interesting character choice. You know what I mean? Like, like naked would have been enough. For me, where I'm just like, why is she naked? But now that she's naked with one fishnet stocking, like one thigh-high fishnet stocking, I'm just like, someone needs to tell me right now why she only has one fishnet on. Because that's I don't the, understand. That's the beauty of Brian. That's the beauty of Brian. <laughs> like, storytelling ability. Like, because, you know, like Oz doesn't want to read Ryan K. Vaughn, but it's like this is literally like the way she looks into the camera per se. Mm -hmm. the, the comic does its little time jump, and you're like, you're just getting to know this person, but not really right. getting to know that person, just in relation of how she's guiding our main character. And you're like, right. okay, they're gonna be team up together, and we're gonna see this. Like at this point, we had what like 15 panels of her naked looking fabulous <laughs> you know and it's like and then it just technicolors right. out into the the next uh arc right. of the comic and it's like where is she going like what is her story uh, like yeah. did i catch her name <laughs> yeah no, like, i don't think yeah. we did yeah yes and it's, it's beautiful all all of it because like yeah. you know the same and and just the way she like because i think the if i'm not mistaken the dialogue is something like you know, because of how she's talking, yeah. Our main character, which do we even get the character? We get the main character's name. Uh, I think we might have. I like. I'm more. I'm not even that. sure we do. Yeah, like I'm just on for maybe the ride. we do. I'm a spectator myself at this point. Right, but either yeah. way, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like maybe it, it might come later. Like I feel like maybe we don't get in the beginning, but maybe she introduces herself later. I don't know. But either way, it's like the the it's something along the lines of like she the the character we're talking about with the one fishnet says something and it triggers the the thought in her mind where she's like, "Yo, like how long exactly have you been a like in this form doing this?" Yeah, this and, plane of existence. <laughs> right. And it just fades out like you were talking about from that character's face, the one with the fishnet, into the face of the main character, 
And then next thing you know, we're in the in, in what seems like the far future. Yeah. Because, you know, because she gets killed in what? In 2022. Yeah. And next thing you know, we're in like future Manhattan. And it's just like, dude, like this joint. And I don't I don't remember if they actually say what the date is. But they didn't say a date, but they referred to the 2030s like, oh, like that was the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So there you go. So. Yeah, it's like you, you know that it's at least pretty far. And and just by what you see and how people are traveling and the way they talk, you're just like, okay, now this is definitely much further into the future than where we are now. And I'm just like, man, like this is wild. Like it, it is an interesting choice to make for a yeah. book because I feel like, like you said, most people reading a comic would have, would have expected well, what we're gonna do is take this 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 pair of people, and yeah. she's gonna show her the ropes. Yeah, and that's not what happens. Like we definitely like do the time jump, and it's like okay, like man, like we went into a whole different direction. And but I hate you're right; that is very indicative of, of Brian K. Vaughn. Like I hate time jumps, and then this one just fits the flow of the comic. Like mm-hmm. not. I know you want to see what the future is going to play out like. This isn't the comic for that. <laughs> you know? And it, it, it's like, ah, yeah. I, I This is why I love independent comics. And I chose this, too, because of the platform Substack, the way it's distributed. Right. Like, it's literally like no overhead aside from the artist he has to pay and the letter, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And you can get it. And He's giving it to you, well, to me, free. But I'm like, I feel guilty now. And that's the experience I had with um, Panel Syndicate, too, where I had all these stories for free. And I'm like, well, let me uh, let me just slide you some money. When <laughs> the Powerball hit, okay, yeah, I, I'll send you some money, you know? Because <laughs> it, it's What was like, the winner? It's good. Low key. Yeah. I won a whole, a whole $8. Um Woo. Yeah, I got the power ball twice, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it just it's one of those things like, man, like, I, this this is this deserves money, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, and they haven't even, you know, aside from paying Brian K. Vaughn's like yearly fee, like, they haven't given me a, a model or an option to really pay for it, um, yeah, you know, there is a lot of nudity in this book. It, it, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, insane, and, and it's all tasteful and gratuitous at the same time. I agree. Yeah, like, like, like HBO, HBO needs to take a lesson from this because it's like sometimes you know some of those you know, Game of Thrones episodes felt a little gratuitous. Some of those Westworld episodes are a little gratuitous. Like I feel like this feels more like closer to like how Westworld was trying to do it than how. Uh, Game of Thrones was trying to do it. Like Game of Thrones was low key trying to make uh, softcore porn at, in some of those episodes. I was what 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 this art style is because it it's weird. Gonna... it looks like it's uh, pencil sketches, maybe some charcoal, but then it looks like he goes over it with crayon mm-hmm. for the color parts. And mm-hmm. that sounds like a, like I'm mocking it, but it's actually really, no. really good. It works really, really well. Yeah, no, I this agree. Is, 
this is typical French comic style. This is what you get in your when you read your Drunas or your Mobius uh, type of comics. And I, I, I actually took some more examples to show later when I, when I do my analysis on the art. But I can show you now. Like they definitely do a lot of like real environmental renderings, like architecturally sound renderings, and then do the comic art over them. It is if you if we just all like let's say we all leave or let me see if I can change this our layout no that's not working this this dude <laughs> Mo's like make me bigger well no our, our our thumbnail the thumbnail that we did uh in the background behind us is oh yeah page from the comic so I'm trying to show it um and it's oh really we just different. have to yeah I don't you'd know have to remove it. us all from the the thing or you could do do it as an overlay if uh, you want to show it yeah but i didn't know uh, page it is. Towards the beginning. Huh? it's the one where she's in the theater looking at the screen it's like the second page or so yeah but uh it's okay. just the, the the way like every seat fits in that environment like it, it's super smooth and and and, and still gritty but every every Everything is in its right place. Yeah, and, I mean, you're still talking about the the theater scene, which is fine. It's still, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's still. Fine, but I'm talking about when she's at the point that she's dead, mm -hmm. and everything is black and white except for her. And, yeah, and I have her. that. And that's right where here. it really like pops the the crayon effect, as I call it, because I actually I don't know what this guy did. Uh, that's that's the page I took from it because I just it is almost like a birthing scene, like she's popping out of the body, right. and you see right. all the splatter, like, and it's just there's another page too with the. Let's see, I'll stop sharing this one and share the other one. No, no invite. Yes, <laughs> it's it's hard to find pages without nudity. I mean, I I actually did take pictures of nudity uh here but here's another one uh and this this kind of accentuates my point it ha does have like the uh the okay it does have like the crayon effect like right here you know yeah like um, that that red that's outline, yeah and and that and then but and then, like this part right here, the the little like flares, uh, mm -hmm. you know that you see, and you see that throughout the book. But even her, like here, he chooses to not like add super detail, but just enough to like, mm -hmm. or you know, it's the character. And then even here, like one hundred percent, a little penis right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but it's just you know that's just little details. Like that's not. Your brain, the, the 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 composition of the whole picture, you see everybody's flying up into the strata of it, and it's like these are cars, but this shit right here, this shit, this shit don't look like no car to nobody. No, but you brain, just know, right? And that's that's the beauty of art. Like they manipulate your brain to know what it is. But if that little mm -hmm. square wasn't there, that's if these little squares that are supposed to be cars weren't there. The play the this whole page with all this shit, this dude's penis right here, uh, this naked chick, this guy in a suit, this guy in this weird like Legion of Doom outfit, like 
none of that, none of this, none of that, none of that hits if y'all do this little fucking right the squiggles right of a car or like this shading in the building right there you know what i mean yeah and that, that that this is the european style of doing comics this is why i would subscribe to heavy metal and and read mobius and and druna and all this shit like yeah druna <laughs> druna's hot and fucks in every issue but the art is beautiful you know what i mean mm-hmm. and look like you all know me, like I am the person that will kind of be like, I don't understand why all of a sudden people were naked. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, you know, and it's not like, you know, I don't have any problem with nudity, despite what Jay may say. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where it's like, it, like, what just what you said earlier, Mo, where you're like, you know, sometimes some stuff feels gratuitous, like it's nudity for nudity's sake. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, okay, it feels like it's very like there's like an intention to it. And this yeah. book feels like there's an intention to the nudity. Like I'm certain if I if I cornered Brian K. Vaughn, I was like, hey, why does home chick only have the one fishnet stocking? I don't feel like he's gonna be like, oh, I gotta make up a story. Brian K. Vaughn knows exactly why that woman only has one fishnet. Like, I, like he probably has a... Say again? I'm going to ask him on Twitter tomorrow morning. There you go. Listen, I believe that this fool has a backstory for every naked person in she this book. A, she She's a prostitute, and she was killed by her John, who had a foot fetish. It, look, nah. none of that. Look, that's too simplistic. Like the fact that her half life is where she had the one right, you right. Know, like that, you know, that there's a whole age concept. Like she like mm-hmm. the, the, the John killing her, like that's literally like she's maybe died at what 55? 60. 60? 60? Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, we've all met 60-year-old prostitutes. And wait, know. wait, have we? I don't know that I have. Yeah, you haven't? No, me neither. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, they have the best stories. They do. Hey, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't know that I've met a 60 year old prostitute, and I think we may have, but that's not the conversation we had. <laughs> but yeah, and that's the same way, like, you know, Home Chick that dies, that's like, you know, the main character of this book, she basically died like in her 40s. So she came back as a version of herself in her 20s and she was just like dude like it, it, it was like even that whole concept of where she was like i like literally just got to a point where i really appreciated and loved what i looked like as yeah. a person you know what i'm saying and now she's dead and now she has to live out the rest of her life in this version of herself that she was like I like this version of me is not my ideal self. Yeah. And so like that was just an interesting thought and and like just from a character perspective where it's just like you like we learn instantly that she's unhappy with her afterlife because she's like I don't want to be this version of me. Yeah. She's like the version of me that I was is the version I enjoyed. Yeah, it's very cool. That whole thing with her texting the dude and instead of like speaking her mind, 
and then just yeah. double tapping and hitting the thumbs up. It like that was the loudest part of the comic, you know, until the gunshots. But I'm like, man, what is this about? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you know, like the the fact that they the way they drew those panels, that little insecurity and in how you apply, and it's like mm-hmm. it, it put me in the weird spot too, because it's like you know I haven't dated since my late twenties, you know, mm-hmm. and and so I, I this this whole new way of doing things is is different to me it's something i haven't experienced so i'm like man it's 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 almost like that in itself was a horror movie like what if something happened <laughs> and i have to go back into dealing with that the idea of being alone in a movie theater by myself is is fine like i'm okay with that mm-hmm. I used yeah, to yeah absolutely my as myself cuz you know nobody wanted to see under un, undiscovered country my family when i was like 12 <laughs> so uh, you know i'm cool with that but the, the that feeling of like it's kind of rejection kind of not and it's like should i really speak yeah. about and it's like man you still feel like you got to silence yourself and like right it's right yeah. yeah and uh, i was like man this is gonna be a good book just from that i didn't even know she was in her 40s but from the way that she was talking and like just her the 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 thought process of going in a theater after a pandemic and picking her seats according to like what direction she's going to get coughed on is like, man, right, that feels right. like me. So I know she's right. like roughly my age and, and right. she's like 42 or something. So it's like, it's more like your age, you old ass Larry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. It's yeah. true. It's true. So, you know, but yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, Jay, I'm interested. How did you feel about this art? I liked it. I thought it was good. The end. I agree. There it is. Take, look, take that, Nico. Look, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> no, no. Listen, that's why he's going to smoke it because it's good stuff. <laughs> Jay, what, what, what did you like about the art? What did what stood out about the art style to you the most? Well, the nudity. <laughs> but uh, just nudity for nudity's sake, or anatomical, or design, or a color palette? Like, yeah, no, I just like nudity. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when she got shot, that was pretty cool too. Well, and when the other people got shot. How'd you like the other people getting shot? Because those were a lot gorier than her. Yeah, but they didn't mean anything okay. because we didn't know them. Yeah. Like her, I know Lawrence wasn't happy with the scene, but her just trying to live by talking, <laughs> it was like, oh man, that's, that's fucked up. She got got anyway. Yeah, I, I had that. She was losing still. I did have that feeling like it's like her talking added something to her being shot. Uh, Larry doesn't see it because he's a filthy psychopath, but uh, <laughs> but us empaths and optimists. Uh, <laughs> really, really. Wait, y'all optimists? The three of you? <laughs> I love it. And I love there's it. another scene. Where I thought the art was really good. Um, you have it handy. Yeah. 
I, I do. It's I have it right here. Just give me. I'm gonna share it with you. Okay. Um, I'm sharing it. Okay. And what's happening is this guy is like he becomes a spectator. And he's like, fuck this noise. And he just rips himself apart and forces yeah. himself to go on. And uh, yeah. yeah, this is like great because it focuses on him. You can't see my mouse, but yeah, uh, the focus is on him. But you also have the real people in the background and uh yeah he's just like fuck it i'm out yeah like, mm -hmm. if you wanted to draw like the perfect visual representation of fuck it i'm out like this is it yeah and it, it's so crazy because i feel with that guy you got a full story in like two pages mm -hmm. with him it's like so crazy 100 yeah. percent that's like that could be its own comic like that could be tales of the spectators number two <laughs> you know, one hundred percent. Right after the, right after the fishneck late, fishneck yeah. lady, right? Yeah, and, and it's it just like, man, like how can you, you know, uh, Brian K. Vaughn could do it. You know, it's a full story. Oh, two yeah. Pages. yeah, but uh, but even like the 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 relationship with the uncle is like, oh yeah, I've been watching over you, watching me even when I like beat off, like you fucking jerk. Like I have a question <laughs> about that because he says herc. Is that actually slang for jerking off? Is that what in the future? Yeah. yeah. Because they're they're oh, further, I forget. Like I already had the kaiju wars and everything. Yeah, I see. You're that. hilarious. No, no, no Herc and jerk is something that happened. Yeah, it's actually slang like now. Oh okay. yeah. Uh, it's not it just well, it's a little dated, but yeah, the Herkinger, and and I feel like it's kind of like a Caucasian thing, right? No, no I mean, well, I, I mean, maybe not. Like, it's a I mean, country thing. Like, okay. it's an East Coast. Well, not country, country, but it's an East Coast thing. Like most of the people, like I've heard a bit from a bunch of people, from, like from Connecticut, okay. um, oh. like Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, it's like. Not exactly New England, but before you get to the south, like in between Upper New England and the South, uh, they use use that term. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I never. There you go. Yeah. yeah. If I do want to know, uh, just from what I've seen, real quick, like these these spirits didn't choose to be what they are. And they're not like in whatever, like it, it's not, it, it's not the afterlife technically. Mm -mm, no, it's not. And I'd like, I'm interested in as the image we're seeing now. This dude's just like fuck that and just goes. Like, right. did, did he escape into whatever the afterlife is, or is he just like gone, gone? You know. Well, the thing the is, number four, they show oh, us. <laughs> They show us people that do move on to the afterlife, and they're blue. So the fact that he's red might mean something. 
Well, right. she she actually uh, the the naked lady with the uh, uh, she said that something. She goes, uh, "Was it um, uh, uh, perdition or paradise?" Like that's different. Like we're here, you know, and you're gonna move on to that. We don't know about that. We're here, you know. Right. So it's almost like a second life, and right. that to me is like to me it hits because I don't believe in heaven or hell. And personally, and I don't think there's anything beyond this, uh, but that gives it like, okay, it's just the same bullshit again, only with a little more limitations. So it's kind of like a weird sardonic nihilistic view of an afterlife, even though they still give you the hope of uh, perdition or paradise. And this comic doesn't answer that question still, you know? So it's like, to me, that that hits in a weird, uh, cool way, you know. Um, Speaking of hitting, uh, I did want to ask Lawrence how this story hit you. Like we were talking a few weeks ago about how you know you would want to be immortal just to see like how things change. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Would you like? Would being a spectator be like still a good thing? Like, because you could see how things change, but you wouldn't be able to interact. Yeah. So would that no, be okay? Or would that be No, like, that's a that... deal breaker. No, that's a deal breaker for me. Like, if I want to live longer so I can see how the world changes and participate. Now, just watching from. You know, like it, in some kind of apparition form, like now nah, that, that, that I don't want to do that. And like, especially considering, like in my mind, I'm like, who's to say that I can't be in the afterlife, like the actual afterlife, and still see what's going on? Like, if I can, if I can be in heaven and and still watch what's happening in the world below, quote unquote below, you know, it's like then I'd rather be in heaven watching. As opposed to what like you know, can. well then no. Well, I I rather just be in heaven. <laughs> if I if I'm dead, uh, I, uh, I, I, I I'm I banking feel... on heaven being better than watching the world go by. I felt like myself uh, ever since I, maybe f- from a childhood to uh, a certain point in my childhood to maybe like my early 20s i was a spectator <laughs> like i, I didn't feel like <laughs> I I that. Anything. and so and that was uh agony you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. so i think no, I hear you. yeah i i think like that just being a spectator myself would be a little frustrating uh although like this picture i just shared this this kaiju war <laughs> thing that they have it's just like one or two pages as part of the time jump Right, right. But here's the thing: is this even a war? I don't even know. Like I assume, right? Yeah, but I assume because there's more than one, so it's like this is surprise. Go no, go ahead. I I feel like I feel like this is 100 indicative of what you were talking about, Mo. Where you're like, this is like the page they show us to be like, oh no, like like we we did a time jump into the future, and they showed us like the future paid or like maybe like three pounds before this 
of like future landscapes, and then they show us the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. With these two like robots or some sort of like whatever, like some sort yeah. of platformy I, like I call them dolems mm, myself. Right. Like yeah. we don't know what these things are. And the fact of the matter is, like the the way that Nico and Brian have chosen to tell this story, they're like, Yeah, we're gonna show you this, but guess what? These things, that's not the story we're telling. And it's just like, it's just world building where you're just like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Where you're like, again, we can mess around and go <laughs> into. You see, you see that? that? That's all saying, I wish I would have read this comic. <laughs> we, like, it was just. <laughs> it's, it's literally one of those things where it's just like, what is what are those and why are they there friggin on either side of the brooklyn bridge uh, you know and it's just like it's, it's it's amazing stuff man i love it anyway we should rate this book and move on so uh, uh well Oz, i'll come to you at the end derek h says uh tire claw would love to live on this page <laughs> i think we all would to a certain degree, as long as my abortion is still okay. Uh, <laughs> Earth is hell is also what Derek H. said earlier when we are talking about paradise and perdition. Uh, right. Earlier when you uh, we were talking about the gore and the viscera of the mass shooting, the heck called it. He's like, Larry was sickened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he also said that the handicapped seats in the theater are so fucking comfy. <laughs> I just love how Heck just puts that out there, like like all the implications that that, that has is like I great. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, it you don't have that many handicapped people or handicapable people, right? Because they they like they they like shoot them in the street. Is that what we're saying? That, look, I don't know. It depends it, on who's who got the, depends on who one governor is. is. No one knows in Arizona. <laughs> like, this huh? theater was actually one of the is like one of the good ones, like what? where all oh. the seats are comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, what would you rate spectators? I mean, even though it's technically not the full book, but what would you rate what you read? I don't know, maybe like a five. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> why why do you sound? So underwhelmed by the the perfect score of five out of five. Um, I don't know. I have questions. Okay, he's he's like, listen, I don't know. This book's not quite doing it for me. Five. <laughs> I love it, Jay. Listen, this is why you're special, and why I feel feel privileged to be someone that you call a friend. Thank you for that, Jay. <laughs> Most Magnum, what would you rate spectators? Uh, th this is a five, and it's a it's technically a mo deal too, because all you got to do is sign <laughs> on to, to explodinggiraffes.substack.com, and, and you get the first. Not only did I get those ninety one pages, I actually got the next because it ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger, but not really right. like a story cliffhanger. Just that's where he, he finished, 
And he's like, oh, guess what? Carlos Pacheco died today. I'm saddened to hear that. Here's four Wait. pages of next book. <laughs> Carlos Pacheco died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't really confirmed. It was all international news sites. So, but the professionals went with it, and they all did RIP. And yeah, no, it's sad. It's sad. Um, you know, I was gonna do what, a mobility. Was he even sick? Did anybody know? Yeah, yeah, what no, he was. Yeah, they, they, uh, I think uh, was it on um, maybe Bleeding Cool or CBR. You know, your, your employer CBR. They did. Um, they did a, a profile on him, uh, I want to say about six months ago, because he was going into some treatment. So he released the last few pages uh, of of work a few months back. And he's like, after these, I'm not drawing anymore because I just can't. He had ALS. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That, that bucket, that ice bucket challenge, you know, like didn't do the trick. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, it, it sucks and and you know and that's the thing like this book dealing with death and, and i brought it up because you know the book ended where it did and then i still got four pages as a tribute to carlos pacheco and he's like you know working with international artists has been you know he, he did his thing brian kevon and wow. it gave me four more pages that's that are still awesome four pages uh, and it still just doesn't answer. It was just more conversation of where we left off, but that right. conversation, like, those four pages could be an issue. Like that's that's yeah. the Hollywood special for spectators. But yeah. Um, but yeah, Carlos Pacheco died. I mean, we had Kevin O'Neill earlier in the week. Uh, you know, Leslie Jordan. I mean, he played Invisible Man and Resplendent yeah. Man on uh, fucking yeah. Lois and Clark. And he's, I mean, he's been an icon in his own right. You know, and then just us here, we've dealt with death. Uh, I think the four of us in the last just in the last year, a little more than we'd like. Uh, so it's it's, this book was a little cathartic in that sense, reading it, and it it just kind of you know, it it doesn't fix it, it doesn't fix the pain, but it lets us take a swig of our whiskey and keep on going, you know, yeah. Um, I would give this book a five as well. I I liked it a lot. Like, yeah, I I, I like, yeah. I I just I'm sitting here like, how can I figure out a way so I can support this so I can get, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's it's that good. It's that good. Uh, yeah. Oz, how would you rate a review of spectators? Oh, your review. You don't like that. How many inches out of five? I'll I'll give the book four. Um, the the art was really good. Like I just scanned. How did you it right read now. the book? You don't. You can't read. I, the I book. scanned through it. Like I have it up on my. Scan through it is not reading. Scan it, through it is scan well, through it. If you listen to me, I'm talking about the art, which is a visual thing that I can scan through. While you guys are blah blah blah. Yeah. About all you the so you, so you can you can say you like the art, but you can't say that the book's good. Well, did I say that? I just said I'm that's, what I, that's what I asked you. That I saw. Do I, I ask you a question? Do, are you are you questioning Brian K. Vaughn? Do you not think he's he's talented enough that you know when he puts something out, it's going to be? I'm, I'm asking you a question. You answering a different one. You're and I'm saying you're not a politician, so don't do that. You know what I am. <laughs> I, I, like, what do you rate the review? Your Our review, review of spectators. Two. Thank you. 
Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Go check it out. I don't know what Substack is, but it's out there. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right, there it is. Fantastic forum. You love us. Or or you don't. (laughs) That'll be our next t-shirt. You either love us or you love to hate us. Either or. All right, let's talk about Tales of the Jedi. Um, uh, no, it's more about Jelko. When the fourth round would... Don't you call in... Oh, this is good already. Oh. Jumbo Scampi for limited. Damn, so good. Play good that, job, I get, Moses. I get more upset because of my ongoing feud with Tad Stones. We're not going to get into that. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> We're not. I'm, I've made an executive decision. We're not going to get into that. Uh, <laughs> um. But what we can get into, Oz, tell us about uh, Star Wars, Tales of the Jedi. What'd you think? Yeah, it's a bunch of short stories about Star Wars stuff, about Dooku, and uh, uh, what's her name? Ahsoka, Ashoka, whatever. whatever. No one cares. It's fine. Wait, wait, what? What? Why would you disrespect Ahsoka like that? Well, isn't her last name Osaka Tano, not Soko? Where'd you... What? What's her last? What? What's her full name? Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Okay. Well, you call her Ahsoka Soduku or something. Whatever. Why would we do that. Come it, on. It's it's what it's um six or seven episodes, short stories. It's all twenty minutes. Half of it, half of them are boring as hell. I only liked like two, maybe three of them. Which two did you like, or three? Um, two. I, I like the the do- Dooku with a young Qui Gon and the, mm-hmm. the senator's kid. Mm-hmm. I liked um, the 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 one with Yaddle. Yeah, and I think there was another one. That was one that featured uh, Ahsoka. That they, I kind of watched them like back to back to back. Like I just let it keep playing, so they kind of right. blend together a little bit. But yeah, but, but, but those those two specifically, uh, I kind of liked. And one I, of the I know there was another one that I was like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jay. How'd you feel about Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi? I liked the I liked the Dooku stories. I liked the Ahsoka stories. Um, some of the time skips I got confused by, but I was really tired when I watched it. Okay. Um. And yeah, like it was, it was really good. And they're short. And Yaddle is kind of dumb. But why is Yaddle dumb? Like she's running away from two people that want her dead. 
And so she's hurt. So she opens the door and then rolls towards the people that want to hurt her instead of away. That's what we call in uh, in Marvel Snap. That's the the snap. Like she's she's gambling. <laughs> she's gambling. I mean, she could feel that Dooku can still be talk to the to the, the light side a little bit and do the right thing. And she's she rather save him than save herself. But you know that's the reason why she not she's the one Jedi council member that didn't survive because the other Jedi council members they go fuck about Dooku doing this thing <laughs> I see here's the part that blows me away with this is Jay will mess around and call Yaddle dumb for rolling in and trying to appeal to Count Dooku's like better graces I mean, as a Jedi she already crushed her with the door at that point. Like, well, you tried. You got to retreat, and like, you can try to like reason with them again, but you have to be, like recover first. But you can't but just be smashed by a door and then roll in. Like, hey, I'm dying now. Now, will you help me? Like, well, you know how Yoda says stuff backwards. She does stuff backwards. <laughs> That's why she talks normal. Conversely, Jay was like, "What did you want Home Chick to do other than like try to talk to the gunman?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this was slaughtered an entire. Well, uh, okay, not an entire theater because the theater. Here's was the thing, but she, but she slaughtered, her... slaughtered like half a dozen people before he got to her, and then. Somehow it makes sense for her to be like, "Hey, I have a dog and a niece. <laughs> Just, I'm not even a mom, <laughs> like, but I got a niece, <laughs> and that makes Here's sense." Thing. If he had shot her and she rolled back in, like if she had, if she was on her way out and he had <laughs> shot her, and then she came back in the theater, like that would be dumb. Like, she tried to talk the same way Yaddle tried to talk. And then after Yaddle tried to talk, she got smashed at the door. Like, mm. you get what? Okay. You tried talking, and it, it didn't, didn't work. work. Now, I feel Yaddle it. was able to survive it not working, and the other chick wasn't. So That's a fair point. In fact, realistically, when she ghosted, she ran from the theater and called for help. Like, that's what Yaddle should have done. She should have ran for it. <laughs> she came back in. It's like when she was a ghost, she didn't go back in to the theater. Like, she left. And that's what Yaddle should have done. She should have left. And, uh, yeah, maybe she would have been okay. Yeah, maybe not. I think they were on like a cliff face, but yeah, that, like and that's in. the whole point where I feel like Yaddle had nowhere to go but in because I think out is like certain death, but mm, I don't know. Not for a Jedi. No, oh, a Jedi know. that like I, she was pretty. She was pretty messed up, so I don't mm. know. But you could be right. And uh, the thing uh, is, Mo, 
like Dooku is still on the fence still. Like and that that's part of what I love about this series right now because Dooku's always been interested interesting to me because mm-hmm. he was being played he was a Sith that was being played by the Emperor too. You know? Mm-hmm. And and you watch him getting played across these two movies and, and even some cartoons and it's like man like and this dude like uh, his political ideology, like he's essentially like a gray Jedi without being a gray Jedi. Like he's trying to figure out, like I don't yeah. like your the the way the Empire is coming or the Republic is going is not what I like as a landowner, as a count. You know, mm-hmm. my rights are being usurped as as just be, my privilege is being taken away. I don't see how that's fair for me. And then you're still doing it to poor people on these planets and right. the CIA is in on it here, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it's like the Jedi council is not doing the right thing to convince him <laughs> to join their side. And the right. corporate side is not, and it's like, it, it's beautiful. It's like, this is like it. I never thought that the prime rib of a star Wars universe would be three fucking 10 minute cartoons and I say 10 minutes because those credits are still like six seven minutes <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, and for Dooku like I, Dooku has always been fascinating for me for that because he is uh what we, the little bit that we did see in you know the what I call the good part of um the second JJ Abrams movie that is not really JJ Abrams but that that one what is it the 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 last Jedi um, mm-hmm. when you start seeing like the warmongering and everything, war profiteering a- 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 in in the Star Wars universe, like that is something a concept I like, and and it's a nuanced way of doing things. And with Dooku, is like that's where that story, like, is the good shit, and it, it, they really like they pulled it off in these three vignettes. <laughs> I can't even call them short films because they're so, <laughs> they're so short. They're almost like the Gendy Star Wars, Clone Wars <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. You know? no, it definitely and, feels like a 3D version yeah. of those in a, in a lot of ways, which is yeah. not a bad thing. Not it's just what it all. is. And it feels like I used to read the Dark Horse Tales of the Jedi comics. So it feels mm-hmm. like that too. And, and look, mm-hmm. I, I the whole time I kept telling, like I was supposed to just watch like Two episodes on Monday, two on Tuesday, and then like the rest today. And uh, I told Emily, I'm like, man, fuck Disney, because I can't stop watching these. Like, <laughs> they're 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 good. Even the Ahsoka, the Ahsoka ones were the lesser of the good ones. Uh, I, I really like the Do- the Dooku ones a lot, but mm-hmm. um, but the Ahsoka one was still good. Like seeing like oh, yeah. the elder like see, oh, she's a Jedi because you know. The earliest thing is like she dominated a lower life form <laughs> and survived a fucking saber tooth mm-hmm. tiger attack. You know, oh, it's mm-hmm. called animal friendship. Like exaggerated way. <laughs> it is called animal friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Now, now I remember which episode of hers I liked. The one where she keeps she keeps getting shot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a great fucking episode. Like, I'm over here. Like, uh. <laughs> Uh, 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 like you know those memes where the guy's like yelling at a girl at a baseball game and the girl's just like bored like i actually enacted that with emily because i'm like she's using the wrong lightsaber form like she needs to use 
this form because she's using mm-hmm. it as an offense, but she's getting a tackle on every side. And then when she brings the two, which is how it's mm-hmm. goes, and it's like, yeah, that's the, that's that that form is a different type of form, and it's more like boxing where you have one that's mm-hmm. the defensive lightsaber and one is the offensive, and mm-hmm. it shows in the stance. And I'm like, that's it. This is the 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 Kali Eskrima, the Kempo, the 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 the, the uh, almost even like the Shogun type of lightsaber fighting. Like this is it. This is how she's gonna survive. And then and then she did it. <laughs> yeah. And right, uh, right. yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I like, I like <laughs> and then Emily's like, sit down. Yeah, I, I like that because I like uh, the point that Anakin was making because she she gets shot and she's like, dude, dude, these these guys are way tougher than the droids I've been practicing. Yeah, with. yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is what you're gonna actually deal with. The the droids and, are like nothing. And that's the thing. Like one of my clients that he's you know he, he look, like I love the dude. He's a cool dude. Half the time he's talking about these comic book movies and the Star Wars stuff, and you don't know, like, like he's throwing shit out there, like, oh yeah, but it's like he quoted it from a listicle, you know what I mean? But with this one, like, he's really into Clone Wars, the show, and, and the Star Wars uh, stuff on Disney Plus, and he's like, you know what? This kind of added a weird thing because now watching it, like, I feel like Anakin kind of knew what was gonna happen, more or less, but he because of his attachment to her he wanted to like he cared about her still which is his downfall mm-hmm. that's what puts him in the dark side but it helped ahsoka you know and i'm like mm-hmm. man that episode even got like it was cool to begin with it got better after this nick told me about it. you know <laughs> no 100 where it, it like i mean the, the end of that episode literally leads into one of the like one of the final episodes of the latest season of clone wars and it's just like it's very cool, like how they do that. Where it's just like, okay, so you know, it's almost like Dave Filoni being like, "There's a reason why Ahsoka Tano was able to survive that onslaught of things that was that was going on." Like, it's not like this isn't, you know, uh, just a, a random occurrence or whatever. So it's just like it, it's very cool, man, and and just watching Dave Filoni do what he does in the Star Wars universe is always a cool thing. Yeah, um, and it, it goes to my, my point, like, Dave Filoni on his own and John Favreau on his own is not the same. <laughs> like, right, right. Dave Filoni's better, uh, you know, and then together they're great, but uh, mm-hmm. definitely, like, Dave Filoni is, like, he's an architect. Like he's like up there with like your Bendis, your Hickmans, you know. Yeah. Stars, you know. I will say that, um, you know, I can like I feel like it. It is a common kind of thought process where people are like, the Count Dooku episodes I enjoyed more so. The the Sokotana episodes I enjoyed a little less. And obviously, I I feel like that a part of that is just like I think a Sokotano people, or generally speaking i think uh, people like ahsoka tano as a character at yeah. the same time they might be experiencing a little bit of oversaturation mm-hmm. just because you, you, you don't think so jay well i was saying for me personally i would like more ahsoka tano really okay well i mean but it's coming though like you want more than what we're about to get i mean we haven't gotten it yet well yeah but I'm just saying, like, there was, like, for instance, you got Ahsoka Tano in The Mandalorian, right? Uh, 
Did I finish The Mandalorian? I think so. I don't know. Maybe. You that was Mandalorian or was that Boba? That was Mandalorian, right? In both. She came out in both. She was in Boba Fett too? Yeah. Sort of. She's the one in the Grogu training montage. When, when uh when yeah, the Mandalorian when goes, it. Right, right. When so you get so Mandalorian you again. Well, okay, so hold on. Real quick. I'm gonna give it a five out of five. Oh, are you leaving? Like seven minutes left. Yeah. Got you, Jay. Appreciate you. Look, say goodbye to the people, Jay. Mm, no time. <laughs> I'm mad that he, I'm mad that he bought himself time by saying no time. Like, he, right. he I'm like, never gonna say goodbye to the people in the same sentence. So he said no time. <laughs> He's like no time. <laughs> Five out of five for Jay. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, we get Ahsoka Tano in both The Mandalorian. We got Ahsoka Tano in Boba Fett. We got Ahsoka Tano in the, the final season of Clone Wars. Um, and, you know, I'm not knocking this, like, because personally, I think Ahsoka Tano is a great character. And, you know, it's so crazy to watch, like, that whole like the evolution of people being like coming around to the this character. Cause I remember people hating her when she first showed up. But the fact is it's like she had, you know, she she's carved out a spot for herself in the Star Wars lore. And and that's because she's Dave Filoni's baby. Right. And so we got the series coming and we we get more of her in this Tales of the Jedi. And so it's just one of these things where it's like it makes sense to me that people are are more enamored with the the, the Count Dooku like stuff because we don't know a lot about Count Dooku, and so now we're here like we have six episodes and like half of them are Count Dooku and the other half are Ahsoka Tano, and people are like, yeah, I like Count Dooku more because we want to know more about this character, but we don't have a lot of stuff to go by up until this point. So, and we say, yeah, like, we, we say there's six episodes, but I think it's important to point out that they are sequential. Uh, Jay mentioned time jumps, but it's all sequential. Like you could make a movie out of this. You know, the first episode is baby Ahsoka. And then mm -hmm. the next episode is Dooku and a young Qui-Gon. And then right. later on, you get to Qui-Gon saying hey i fought a, a sith and then you get to qui-gon's death same mm, thing so, it, so they're all linear like they all follow in a in the timeline yeah you didn't you in didn't regards to i mean honestly i i i did same with ahsoka you got baby ahsoka then the next time you see her no, i think it's the it makes sense and then yeah adult I was just telling Lawrence about the the story is actually sequ like you could watch it as a movie because it is sequential. It, it, yeah, time jumps, but the time jumps are forward. There's no like, hey, this one's uh, thirty years before, and then yeah. this one's whatever. And when you read uh, uh, like a Tales of the Jedi comic from back in the day, that's kind of how it was. Like now they did it month to month, not within the season, but. Uh, it would be like you'd get uh, kind of like a heavy metal magazine. Like you'll get this chapter of a story, and then the next chapter next month. Even though it's there's still one story, you would get it across three or four months. And um, 
And, and yeah, that I, I, it really like it was. It could have been, you know, two episodes of like two, uh, like how they did the man thing one. Like you could just done an Ahsoka one and then a Dooku one. You know, like the not the man thing, the werewolf by night. Like, yeah. but it's doing it in this little anthology way it's cool because you can again like kind of like how we we're talking about snap like the 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 brevity of it allows for consumption at a different point like you don't have to sit and watch it on your couch you could be uh waiting at the dmv and watch a couple episodes and then continue after like it's a little more piecemeal type of content and i i think that's yeah. In, in streaming that that helps i mean you like youtube is successful because of that you know yeah you, you know nobody will pay for youtube but you know it's just the 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 the, the little brief content like that is mm-hmm. is good like in contrast to everything else like they'll give you andor where it's like every episode of andor is like a movie you know and, right. and, you know, and then you got this too like and then now you're getting like three star wars things in a year Yeah, yeah. I will say that uh, the only thing for me that you know, if I was gonna have a criticism for Tales of the Jedi, you know, there was a point where, and and this might might be you know partially my own fault, where I was thinking that Tales of the Jedi was gonna be about multiple Jedi, which technically it is because you have tales about Ahsoka and. And Dooku, but I thought it was going to be more Jedi than just those two. I knew that those two were in it because of the promo stuff. I didn't realize it was going to be only them, for the most part. Even though technically you get like a little bit of young Qui-Gon, you get a little bit of like young Mace Windu, you know, you get some Yaddle, which is all stuff that we haven't experienced prior to this. But the, the, the focus is, of course, Ahsoka and Dooku. And so I thought it was going to be more than that. And and while I can't knock any of the stories that I did actually end up seeing in this, you know, I guess first season or whatnot, um, I would enjoy seeing additional Jedi in the future. Because there's a lot of Jedi that have stories that haven't been fleshed out yet. And so, or at least I should say, um, haven't been fleshed out in what is considered the new canon. You know, because, like, yeah, obviously there's a lot of comics out there, a lot of novels out there. Um, but even when you're talking about, like, when you talk about novels, most of the novels center around particular characters that aren't necessarily the ones that we would be focusing on in this new canon. And then comic book-wise, we've done a lot of different Jedi, but, you know, who knows what is and isn't canon again in, in this whole new era of things. So let's, let's, I would love to see some of those people. I, I would too, but again, doing it in a comic form is easier than doing it. Cause I compare it to the comic cause it has the same branding as the comic. Like that, that title card is what the yeah. comic ever had. So yeah. no, I, I agree. Not compare it, and uh, yeah, putting those out monthly. Dude, Tales of the Jedi number nine with that Darth Vader, <laughs> like it, it's amazing. Like it's yeah. the one where he, where he where Palpatine makes him fight Darth Maul, 
but it's oh. like a construct of Darth Maul that he made. Not the one you get in uh like a resurrected version, but not the one you get in Clone Wars. It's before mm-hmm. that. And he's like or, or I guess after that. And Vader has to fight him and Darth Maul gets on his back and Vader just gets his lightsaber and just puts it like and, and he just tells like the witches that brought him back because he, he turns on the lightsaber on his own torso and he goes through mm-hmm. himself and kills fucking Darth Maul and, and he's like how could you win that there's so much hate in the room like what could you possibly hate to really overcome this challenge and he goes I hate myself <laughs> you know and that's the last page I'm like fucking Vader is the shit that's almost like <laughs> It, it, it's like it, it's almost it, almost like that that panel that 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 Mike Diodato drew where he's like, "Oh Vader, you're surrounded." No, I'm surrounded by fear and death. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. And dead men. Like that panel was almost as cool as that one. You know? Yeah, yeah. There it is. All right. Let look. Let's rate Star Wars: Tales of the Jedi. Uh, Oz, what would you rate it? I didn't have to pay anything for it, so uh, four and a half. Okay, uh, it's mostly good. A couple episodes, I was like, eh, but you know, it's free, whatever. Mm-hmm. Watch it. You already got this. Okay. Go watch it. Right, right. What What about you, Moses? Uh, from what we got was a five out of five, but what it could have been. Give me twelve episodes and two more Jedi's. You know. Um, I'm not mad at that at all. Like that would push it into a six or a five out of five. Like, it, but you know <laughs> what we get is a it's a five worthy show. Um, again, like the Dooku really saved it. Like how you said Ahsoka. Like I love Ahsoka. I love seeing her everywhere, yeah. and I can see more. I don't. I, I. I. The thing is, I don't get sick of these Jedi's, but right. I want to see other Jedi too. You know, right. like I want a Plo, Plo Koon story. Uh, Adi Galia story, like you know, yeah. all, like, if you just give me a, a a retrospective of like the origin of the Jedi Council, like everybody on that Jedi Council, like I'm in. Yeah. That's thirty episodes. Like yeah. I'll pay Disney Plus Plus for that. There you go. There you go. So, it, but here- but so yeah, so it could have been better. Uh, it, it's still five worthy, but it, I'll give it a four. Yeah. Got you. And what I'll say is this, is here's a thing where I think not only is part of why the Dooku um, episodes resonate, part of it is because, like, yeah, we don't know a lot about Count Dooku and we want to know more about him as a Jedi. But the other part of it is, like you said, it's him kind of, like, walking that line as a gray Jedi and then eventually turning to the dark side. Yeah. And so, which as a, as a Sith, and that's something we have even less of. Like, you know, like, when you're yeah. talking about, like, the history of Sith, it's like, yeah, from a, mo- from a, a TV movie perspective, you don't get a lot of that at all outside of Darth Vader. Yeah. And... Like this might be the only other thing we can really talk about from a a, a, a TV movie perspective in regards to sit to Sith 
And I think that that's another reason why the Dooku stuff resonates with people because it's like, that's like a thing that we don't get to, like, unless you read the novels, unless you're reading the comics, you don't get, or, or, or playing some of the video games, you don't get any of that. And so that's why I feel like, you know, like the, this Acolyte joint is probably going to be something that resonates with people because for a lot of folks, it's going to be like their first in-depth kind of uh, character study into what it's like for someone that is like really deep into the dark side. Yeah. And, and just even the taste of that in this Star Wars Tales of the Jedi with Dooku is like resonating with people as well, where they're like, yeah, let's see more of this. And so, yeah, but I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. And I, I'm only give, taking that half a point away because, yeah, like, they, the they I don't, I'm not even going to be like, make it 12 episodes. You're going to give me nine episodes and put another Jedi in there. And that would have been interesting to me, whether you're talking about Mace Windu or Yoda, or it could have been, shoot, could have been like freaking Plo Koon. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, anybody else. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, the voice for Chris for Dooku I didn't enjoy. It was a oh, little. Yeah, it was a little too Alan Rickman, not Christopher Lee. Yeah, I hear so, that. But but other than that, like it, it it was good. Um, I loved like the Cypher Diaz moment where he uh, yeah he accesses the archive for the Camino and all that. Like because that's yeah. something I was touched on and it's like. They're talking about something I should have seen. Like I remember seeing that as you know, as, yeah. as a young, a young man, and and being like, man, like I want to see that. And then they showed me that. So, right, right. Like, no, I agree. That's another moment where Emily's like, sit down, stop, don't stand on the couch. <laughs> She's like, relax, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But no, I agree. I agree. It was great, and it it just one of those things where it's like. Dave Filoni feels the same way you felt, and that's why he made that. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like we we we're off topic now, but because <laughs> we rated it, <laughs> I I forgot. Oh, Emily wanted to watch Morbius, and then she's like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna watch it because then you're gonna say on the show that you watched it because of me." <laughs> that's funny. It's true. Yeah, it's true. She's like, "Ah, nah." She's like, "You." You're gonna have to be the one to initiate the yeah, Morbius. And I'm like, oh, put it on, and then like, no, no, because then you're gonna blame me for watching it. Hilarious. She's Did like, she, I'm not your fault guy anymore. Watching it, huh? Did she end up watching it like without you? Not that I know of. I hope so. Like that would be funny as fuck. Like if she just waited till I wasn't home to watch it, like that'd be It'd awesome. Funny if she enjoyed it. Yeah. Like yeah. No. Oh. It, I mean, she'll watch anything like that's vampires. Like she likes it, and she'll give it a shot. Even I though wouldn't it's say this not. is vampires. Again, like I haven't seen it. I don't know. Uh, she would give it a shot. She's less dis. Uh, I she's discriminating, but she's less hateful discriminating than I am. So she's she'll watch it and say it's shit and be okay with it being shit. But me, I'm a little too tied to Morbius. And a little too tied to that the to that lore that I, I you know it's just not going to be a good experience. Like right, I don't usually even want to watch it next. New segment: there. Emily reviews. Yeah, I'm trying there to get is. that, but she don't. Like, she it's do. it's only like a word, like it's shit. Or <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. 
No, she 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 does she does thoughtful analysis on things like it, it, you know when you when she actually likes no, things no, like she's no, really nobody, I, I, I nobody's that. saying that we don't believe Emily's capable yeah. of a deep dive into what why something is good or bad. What, well, we're, we're just saying that is you, you put a camera in front of her and right. it's going <laughs> to be oh it's shit. No, and I, it's I, funnier. Yeah, it's funnier if she just gives the one word answer. The worst thing is my brother, man. My brother Oscar, not this Oscar, the other, but you know, Larry, you know, I my got brother. you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> like this motherfucker has a hard opinion on everything. You put a mic on this motherfucker's face, and all of a sudden he's bashful. Oscars are very hard people. Yeah. Like th- this motherfucker, like I literally, we literally talked heavy metal and reviewed not. Like we went to see Merciful Fate, we had an in-depth review of the venue, like the sound system in the venue. All of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh, you know what? Let's record this." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, I liked it." I'm like you piece. Oh, of yeah. oh right. Yeah. Exactly. You, you got oh. well, to change up. Yeah, nah, I I do. I I gotta I gotta like Hoover him. You know. Right, it's at the shop. Yeah, it's... I have a microphone you can like click on and. Just... No, we were in the parking lot. I was drunk. He was high, and then I was high too, and then he still fucking clammed up. So I was drunk. He was high. I was high too. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's to funny. A fraction of fraction. all right. <laughs> all right. Listen. It, it, it it's time for us to get out of here. We like we've we've done our due diligence. We've like we we got a a a, twi- a tight two nineteen coming. So <laughs> so let's do some final thoughts. All right, Oscor, give me some final thoughts, buddy. I'm sad that Stargirl has been canceled. This season's actually been pretty decent, and uh, looking forward to to. Watching the new Titans that just came out like two weeks ago. It's back. You, you guys probably didn't know or care, but it's back. I, I saw. I saw that it's back. I, I, I knew it was back too. The thumbnail looks good, but the thumbnail, like I, I don't know. Uh, I'm still catching up on Doom Patrol, and I've heard good things of Star Girl myself from my clients. Like they're like, "Man, Star Girl, you on that Star Girl?" I'm like, "No." It's like. Really? What? What? What do you hate about it? I'm like, well, the little kid, Doctor Midnight, with the hands. <laughs> like, I can't get, I can't get. Like, I like, like, what do you? What? Why is it that big? I'm like, I like Doctor Midnight. Like, I like the JSA. <laughs> yeah. There it is. She looks, she looks is. so bad in that costume, and it's worse because yeah. real Doctor Midnight at some point actually shows up, and it's oh. like, nah, you keep it. <laughs> you keep the costume. <laughs> It just like, walks away. He almost looks as bad as that Dick Grayson trying to be a detective in that first season of fucking uh, <laughs> Titan. Oh yeah, first season. Was yeah, bad. like he's yeah. like he's his dad's suit. <laughs> yeah. Most Magnum. Final thoughts. Again, R.I.P. Leslie Jordan, R.I.P. Carlos Pacheco, Kevin O'Neill. Like we're losing the greats, and that's like. It feels like oh, it's all happening. No, no, no. We're just getting older, and the older you get, the more people you know they're gonna die, and they're not gonna stop dying, and then eventually you'll die. So just enjoy life, and uh, start, you know, if you can stop somebody from suffering, do that. And if you can end your own suffering in the process, do that too. 
Amen. That's that's a sunshine moment from Moses. Yeah, that's as that's as bright as my sunshine gets. <laughs> <laughs> for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate you. Keep listening. Keep telling us what it is that you like about the show, what it is you don't like. If there's something you want us to talk about specifically, just let us know because we'll do it. I mean, really, we will. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you again once or once again so much. We appreciate you. We're the Fantastic Forum. Have a good night. Like, subscribe, and all that stuff. All that.